Welcome to Looking Ahead, a podcast on the future of enterprise technology as seen through the eyes of the tech sector's most influential leaders, hosted by head CTO, Eric Kaplan. In our inaugural episode, Eric talks with Dell Technologies founder, chairman, and CEO, Michael Dell, on topics ranging from remote work done right to how today's climate is helping companies become stronger, more innovative, and more human. Enjoy the podcast. Alrighty, so Michael, welcome. I uh, appreciate you spending some time today. Uh, let's just start out with how, uh, how you're doing today. And uh, obviously, I'm guessing you've been sheltered in place for a little bit of time. Uh, where are you? How are you doing? And, and how are things going today? Great to be with you, Eric. And we really appreciate the fantastic partnership with you and the head team. I'm here in Austin, Texas at my home, and I've been here uh, since early March. And, you know, it's uh, working pretty well, actually. Uh, you know, we, around that time, asked our people to work from home, 165,000 of them. Um, and it worked pretty seamlessly. You know, we'd had a remote work culture for over a decade. and uh, you know, there were some hiccups and things to th things to work through, and not everybody can work from home. But uh, it, it, it's it's worked surprisingly well, and I think you know people have proven to be very adaptable. Any lessons that you've learned doing it at this scale and magnitude? And do you think this is finally like a a moment where all the technology that we talk about with clients is finally? you know, proving itself to work and be a value at scale? You know, it is kind of amazing how much of business and commerce and even education and healthcare has been able to be continued during this period. And so, you know, we should all be uh, real grateful that we have these technologies. I do think that we've kind of got a glimpse of the future during these past few months. And we're not going to go back to the way it was. And so, you know, while we had embraced remote work and flexible work environments, I think organizations are figuring out what they need and what they don't need and how they can operate even more effectively in the future. So I think there will be lessons, you know, for all organizations to take forward from this that will help them, you know, well into the future. Are you seeing a shift in priorities from, CIOs and CEOs that you're talking to on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of uh, where their technology spend is heading and and obviously a lot of our clients are in the process of transforming digitally. Uh, do you think they're accelerating certain initiatives or decelerating others? I think the digital transformation will just be accelerated and I think a lot of organizations have been uh, struck by the fact that, you know, things that they might have been doing over a year or two, now they're doing in a month or two, and they're, you know, saying to themselves, how do we keep that pace going, even as we return to a more normal environment? Certainly, certain things are getting prioritized, you know, the whole build out of work from home, and all the capabilities required for that. I also think there's a bit of a shift from do it fast, where people are like, okay, just take whatever you have at the office, throw it under your arm, and, and right. go home. You know, 
to how do I do it right? Uh, I want to have it to be very secure. I want to have a big screen. I want to have all the right capabilities. And, you know, if you think about the uh, 4.5 billion people basically uh, cocooning or seconded to their home in one form or another, that's a lot of computing power required. And, you know, the machine that you have that's four or five years old that doesn't run all the, you know, the latest things that you want to be able to run to be able to do a, a meeting like this with high quality. Well, uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a big upgrade cycle that, that you know, that's, that's occurring there. Uh, and, and, you know, you think about the networks. You know, we're big, big fans of software-defined networks and 5G. We think all those things get accelerated. And we've learned, you know, now that those are even more important. And so I think all of that gets a big turbo boost. Yeah, it's almost if uh, the client is the new edge. And in a lot of ways, uh, you know, where we've been so focused on our phones and mobile for many years, uh, the reliance on the PC isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And especially these days, you know, I, I'm personally spending more time on it than I ever had in the past, uh, given that I'm not traveling and you know, on the road. That's right. And, you know, there, there, there's always been this debate about, you know, uh, what's the best device? Is it this or that? It's, it's really more of an and conversation than an or conversation, but we've all seen how essential the PC is to actually getting work done. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's no great surprise to us. <laughs> it's always been an important part of our business. Certainly the epicenter for us has also shifted as we combine with, you know, EMC and VMware and Pivotal and created Dell Technologies. But look, customers need you know, the full range of capabilities to, to, to be successful. And, you know, I think people that were questioning remote work, you know, aren't questioning it anymore. And, you know, it's time to kind of reimagine businesses. And, you know, another interesting thing is if you look historically at periods where there have been economic downturns, some of the most successful new companies are created at kind of the worst economic moments. And so I think there will be a bunch of clever folks out there that are looking at all these new technologies coming together and new businesses will get created. And that, that's exciting. And, and existing businesses, of course, have to reimagine themselves as well. Of course. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's at the same time, it's, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. So there's a lot of excitement, uh, I think, at the same time of how we can do things differently. Uh, and we have clients who you know, would refuse to let us do work remotely, um, who have been forced to let us do remotely, work remotely, and are seeing you know, huge benefits, not only in terms of uh, just collaboration and communication with them, but their own productivity I think that they're opening their eyes and saying, wow, you know, we shouldn't have been as close-minded as we were in the past. Uh, we can you know, tackle a lot of new projects and new work uh, moving this direction you know, on a go-forward basis. Uh, you know, a few minutes ago, you mentioned digital transformation. Every one of our clients has got some transformational initiative uh, backing them. 
you look at the three core pillars of Dell Technologies, the client uh, solutions group, the infrastructure solutions group, and then of course, VMware, uh, it's very easy to get focused on the day-to-day -day when you're in a pandemic. Uh, but as you spend your time and zoom out and look at these three big pillars that are under the, the Dell Technologies uh, brand, what vision are you working towards? How are you trying to tie them, the, each of the agendas and roadmaps of the three companies or the, the three business units, I should say, together and really benefit you know, the clients, our clients at the end of the day? So, you know, we think about how do we bring those three together to create, you know, a platform that enables customers and to, you know, make them more valuable, make them easier to, to use and consume because things simply work together better. And so, you know, if you look at what we've done with our hardware and software infrastructure businesses, you know, together, uh, we're now on to, you know, version 7.0 of VxRail. And, uh, you know, we're up to about half of the overall, you know, industry segment share in, 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 in that area. You know, it's been growing at double digits every single quarter, you know, for a couple of years in a row now and, and continues to just be easier and easier to consume. And this is really sort of the, the theory we had way back at the beginning of creating Dell Technologies was if you combine you know, the hardware, the software, the software development platform. You know, we didn't know what Kubernetes was because nobody did, but uh, you know, now you have a platform of development that is location agnostic and bringing all this together into a, into a uh, you know, a, a, a combined uh, offering, a combined strategy. That's what we're real focused on. I think another uh, kind of big related opportunity that we see is in 5G. And the reason is that all networks are becoming software defined. And as you know, NFV, which is sort of the you know, software defined version of the telco network, as that uh, gets rolled out, basically all of those telco workloads are moving on to the kinds of infrastructure that we know how to build and build more of than anyone in, in the world. And so together, you know, across Dell Technologies, we're creating a platform to make 5G you know, more accessible, more real, and at lower cost. And, you know, that's super exciting, obviously, because that is a big enabling element, right? To make everything intelligent and sort of thrust us faster into this fourth industrial revolution. Interesting. I think about the fact that you have everything from, if you think the client side, the infrastructure with Pivotal coming into the family recently of the application you know, side of things. I mean, that's a, a wide spectrum. And I think backing every one of the digital transformation initiatives out there is an element of each of those, right? We have to, uh, you know, turn the, turn the crank on the infrastructure side. We, as we talked about, the client side can't be ignored, but you also uh, 
you know, have to really reimagine and reinvent yourself from a software perspective, which is where a lot of the cloud and cloud native uh, patterns come into play. You know, when I think of cloud and Dell, I think it's a very uh, interesting approach where I see a lot of the other uh, players in the market space take a very infrastructure or destination led approach where, you know, I think at the end of the day, most of us agree that clients are going to have a combination of, you know, things in their own data center, workloads in their own data center, workloads at the edge, workloads at a colo, workloads in the public cloud. Uh, and I see Dell putting the client or the workload in the center of that picture. Uh, talk a little bit about how you really see the cloud uh, landscape evolving, uh, how VMware is playing a bigger part of this. I'm talking to Pat Gelsinger on this show next week, and we'll talk all things Tanzu, I'm sure. Uh, but I think I'd love to hear your perspective because, you know, cloud means so many things to so many people, even in this day. But I think the, the anchor point of Dell working with so many different, not only, uh, endpoints, but just different partners in the ecosystem is very interesting. I think, like you said, it's really evolved to a workload discussion. And, you know, the debate is no longer, is it the public cloud or the private cloud? It's, it's both. And for any given workload, there's going to be a right place to do that. And I think the rise of Kubernetes is also somewhat a reaction to the idea that people don't want to get locked into a particular place for their workloads. And so having the ability to move things around and recognizing that, you know, there's the, the, you know, the, the edge is, is really where the, there's going to be a tremendous amount of growth. There will be more data and more compute at the edge than in all the clouds combined public, private, SaaS, Colo, et cetera. And so having an abstraction layer where workloads can move around, you know, as requirements change. And look, we all have, you know, kind of cost, performance, reliability, security, uh, at, you know, latency, et, et cetera. And just when you think you uh, data sovereignty, right? <laughs> just right, just right. When, just when you think you've got the right place for any given workload, well, it's probably going to change somehow. And so you need to have a flexible environment to be able to do that. So, you know, with VMware Cloud Foundation and what Pat and team have created with the Tanzu architecture, we've created this fantastic way to be able to, you know, seamlessly work with all the public clouds with on-premise infrastructure, with colos, and of course, with the emerging cloud edge. Totally agree. And I think customers want that flexibility, you know, in many flavors at the end of the day. There's no customer that I've worked with, and I'm sure uh, you as well, that has, you know, been able to, or make sense, you know, to wed themselves to a single platform at the end of the day. Uh, so I think the flexibility, not only in terms of destination, but mobility, um, just brings a lot of uh, importance to, you know, how our customers want to operate. 
you, you know, when you think about the, if we circle back to the beginning of our conversations, conversation, you think about the situation we're in today, uh, what are your thoughts on this debate of whether things go back to the way they were or stay, you know, more of like they are today? And what do you think uh, the new normal looks like uh, going forward? You know, I'm thinking, you know, over the next 24 plus months, uh, where do you think some of the big changes uh, exist and wh what do we go back to and what stays with us? Yeah, I think this is really important for all companies to think carefully and sort of document all the learnings that are occurring during this time. My personal view is that we're not going to go back to the way it was. And we've got this glimpse of the future, you know, based on what's been happening. And we've learned sort of things that we need and things that we don't need. And, uh, you know, uh, organizations are going to be better and stronger for this. And, uh, you know, th th that's going to take its form in every single organization a bit differently. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a massive accelerator to the future. Uh, and I don't see us going back to the way it was. Uh, I see personally from the clients I talk to from our own business, uh, potentially less travel, less real estate, uh, you know, quicker touch points with people because where you may have waited for a uh, in-person meeting, now a quick Zoom call or a quick phone call uh, seems to suffice. So I think in some ways the pace or velocity of a lot of the things that happen uh, increases, uh, despite thinking that, you, you know, you have to be in front of someone face to face. I think people are learning just to be as effective. And I think the generation and generations behind us uh, will just grow up operating like that. Our kids in school operating in, in a remote fashion, learning in a remote fashion. Uh, it'll just become the norm for them in many ways. Completely agree. And if you think about it from the perspective of, you know, uh, the, you know, the, the talent that you can now have access to, we've all learned that, you know, we don't need to be in the office all the time. And so the aperture of available talent that an organization can consider just got a lot wider. Um, I, I, I do think there are interactions that are hard to replace in a in a virtual or online context. I mean we know that certain jobs, you know, people are just less productive uh, you know, remotely. Yeah. Uh, but they're plenty where, where they're where they're more productive. And so we have to identify those. I think some of the younger workers, uh, you know, we've had feedback, they really thrive on the beehive of activity and the learning from their colleagues and coaches that you know, are, are there with them uh, in a, kind of in close physical proximity. Uh, so you know, we, 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 we have to reflect on all the things that have worked well, and maybe the things that haven't wor worked as well, uh, but I think we're gonna be better and stronger for it. I also think that while we've had this 
digital transformation, I, I think there's a bit of a human transformation as well. You know, I think people have been more empathetic and more selfless. I think our companies are becoming more human. You see dogs, you know, popping up on, you know, video screens and, you know, we're, we're able to relate to each other, you know, maybe in ways that we weren't in the past. So hopefully we carry a lot of that forward as well. Yeah. I think uh, 90 days ago, if you were doing a Zoom call and one of your kids walked in the background, people would get all nervous. And today it's just kind of whatever it's accepted on, on most levels. So um, I, I totally agree with you. We, we've been, uh, a lot of the things we worried about are inconsequential to the, to, today. And, and, and we have to be thoughtful about, you know, uh, team members that have young families well, that's a big at-home requirement, right? You've got right. to you got to help them with their homeschooling. You got to make them sandwiches. You got to entertain them and do your job. You know, so you know, as organizations, we have to uh, you know be be sympathetic to the you know personal situation and and, and you know requirements that people have to, to 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 sort of operate at home. Totally agree. Any thoughts on, you know, you operate at a, an extremely large scale, given the number of employees you have. Uh, you mentioned earlier about documenting some of the, the, the learnings of, of these times. What have you learned about you know, communicating, updating, keeping people uh, in the know in these times? So what we've learned is that the appetite for communications is is really really high, and people want to stay connected to their colleagues and the organization. And so, where we would have, you know, sort of quarterly team meetings, you know, we've gone to doing them. Uh, well, for a while we were doing them every week. You know, we now do it biweekly. Yeah. Uh, but you know we we we've learned that it, you know it's just time to over communicate. And anytime you're going through a big change, I think you want to over communicate. And certainly that this is this is about as big a change as anybody could right. could uh, ever experience in in, in 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 their in their lives or work career. So you know I would say the big macro lesson is over communicate. Totally, we were doing similar, you know, weekly video updates, just trying to keep everyone kind of feeling like they have insight into how the business is doing. Uh, and I think that brings a level of comfort when you are in times like uh, this. Uh, just in the last couple of minutes, Michael, uh, Dell spent, you know, $5 billion on R&D Talk about some of the, you mentioned 5G as something you're passionate about, excited about the possibilities where that brings a level of connectivity, you know, to another, you know, order of magnitude. What other uh, big bets are you thinking about today? What other kind of uh, bigger shifts in, in the technology ecosystem are you passionate about right now? You know, very focused on winning the developer, and I'm sure you'll talk a lot with Pat about this. And 
you know, obviously what we're doing with an enterprise grade Kubernetes platform is super important for us. The edge strategy uh, is, you know, super important for us. We're certainly embracing as a service and consumption and uh, security, you know, is, is a very, very big topic. You know, uh, security has to be built in and, and intrinsic. And then, you know, finally, I'd say there's a vast opportunity in software defining the network. And we're off to a great start there, but there's a long way to go. And, and we, we, we keep building more and more elements into that strategy, both organically and with acquisitions. Uh, you know, a lot of them inside, inside VMware. And, you know, Dell Technologies, we've done uh, several hundred acquisitions in the last five years. And so it's organic and inorganic um, innovation, plus, of course, partnerships play a super important role in our you know, ultimate ability to deliver the best solutions in the industry. That's great. Well, I would like to thank you for the time today, the partnership. Uh, this was hugely insightful and uh, hope to talk again soon. Thank you, Eric. It's great to be with you. We really appreciate the partnership and look forward to doing many great things together. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for listening to Looking Ahead, featuring Eric Kaplan. Looking Ahead is produced by AHEAD, experts in delivering enterprise cloud infrastructure, intelligent operations, and modern applications. We build platforms for digital business. Learn more at thinkahead.com.